Welcome to PTC Cast episode 29. Today, Chris and I do a little bit of catching up <laughs> and we talk, man, and we talk skill, we talk empowerment, we talk strength, we talk everything in episode 29. Yes. <laughs> you can go to progressthroughchange.com for your four easy habits for fat loss guide. I highly recommend it. It's helped dozens of people lose hundreds of pounds, including this guy right here, yes. including myself. I hope you go check it out. It takes you about 15 seconds to download. I just need your name and your email. Yep. Enjoy the podcast. Number 29. I feel like I can hear my pants like moving around. You can. It's <laughs> way too personal. It's like ASMR. Oh, yeah. We did a, a half measure ASMR last half podcast. Measure? What do you mean? Like, I think uh, like 10 seconds of ASMR you did. <laughs> and then we not. And then we just continued the episode. That's hilarious. I don't remember that. Dang, man. That's because I cut it out of the podcast. I appreciate that. I don't think I'd want that shared. Yeah, that's for uh, the premium site. Exactly. You know? Yeah, 100%, man. Dude, you know what's funny to me? First, Conor McGregor fought Floyd Mayweather, right? Yeah. And now, we've worked these like celebrity boxing matches all the way to... Now, Logan Paul wants to fight the mountain. Oh, yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah, I saw that. And so I guess my thing is there, man, is it's like, I don't know anything about fighting. Mm -hmm. Let me preface this with that. Yeah. But the mountain is like six foot six and like 350 pounds. <sighs> yeah, he is. I think he's like six foot seven or six foot nine, dude. That's crazy to me, man. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine like seeing that in person. Are you into fights or anything like that? Um, No, but, you know, I'll, wa I'll watch a fight, you know, here and there. Yeah. Um, but I won't just like, you know, I'm, I guess I'm not into it. Yeah. If I, did, I happen to catch it on, I'll watch it. But I've, I think I've watched a fight maybe like six or seven times. Too. I got you. Did you yeah. see uh half Thor and Eddie's full fight? Uh, I didn't see the full thing, but I was watching all the, um, I was watching all the highlights and everything. Um, it was interesting, man. I mean, I think it got a lot more overhyped and the way it all drew out over time. I, I feel like some of the hype had just died down with how long it took to get there. Yeah, but, it, it um, got drew, drew, drawn out for like over a year, yeah, right? But both of their body, yeah. But uh, I think it was like eighteen months. Yeah. But well, really, their beef started in like 2017. But I have no idea when like the whole boxing thing started. But man, both of their body transformations were incredible. I Thor, know, Thor right? lost like over 120 pounds or something crazy like that. And it's amazing, like just how swole he still is. For dude. sure, dude. And the way his skin like tightened up, just because mm -hmm. he has so much lean tissue, and it's it's crazy, man. Like he looks like a full fledged bodybuilder now. He does, dude. Can you imagine if he got into bodybuilding? It would be really weird to see like a crossover like that, because you know he's got the thicker waist just from all the strongman stuff, but he just has so much muscle that he would dwarf anybody on stage. But you would, you, in order for him to be competitive in the bodybuilding scene, he would have to get like a lot more muscular, right? I mean, as far as like proportions go, yeah. yes, a hundred percent. But Can you imagine be... seeing a six, nine dude oh, yeah. with like the muscle mass of with like Ronnie Coleman proportions or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That would be insane. It'd be pretty crazy. Yeah. And I have no idea how many calories it would take to fuel a, an absolute animal like that. But yeah, I don't know, true. man. It's a uh, it, it's kind of crazy to me. But yeah, he would it, the proportions would have to change and everything. But just seeing them stand next to each other is what would be crazy. I don't know if you've ever seen. There's pictures out there of like Phil Heath next to Brian Shaw, and uh, you know who Phil Heath is. Yeah. You know who Brian Shaw is. Yeah. Yeah, man. And so Brian Shaw is just like totally dwarfing him just because he's such a large person. Not necessarily, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even though like, because a lot of bodybuilding is just They're like an short, illusion, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because it's like the small waist and the big muscle bellies and the big shoulders and the wide legs. Like, 
that's really what it comes down to is the mm-hmm. like proportions of everything. But it is funny, like seeing a picture where they're just like, it, it's like a father and a son. Like it's crazy. Have you seen, um, that, that just reminds me of like the picture with Shaq holding the water bottle mm-hmm. and he's like holding it with three fingers yeah. and it looks like a <laughs> yeah, miniature like water bottle, a mini Coke can, almost. or maybe it was all fingers, but he was like holding it with his fingertips. Yeah. It looks like a, like a mini Coke can like that. Those are just huge humans, man. Oh yeah. 100%. I still haven't seen anybody, you know, that big in person though. Um, Steve Kuklo is the biggest person I've ever seen. I saw him at, uh, your bodybuilding show. It was a big dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely the biggest dude I've ever seen. Um, yeah, his shoulders are just like wide. Un- unbelievably wide. Like anytime he goes anywhere, he has to like totally turn to the side to get through. Like <laughs> it's crazy to me, man. But yeah, I mean, bodybuilding and, and strongman, I think is just different because the strongman, it's just like, it, it's all like the, the Viking people, man. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's quite Icelandic. Like, yeah, man. A hundred percent. Like it's, it's just the people who are just absolute. They're bred for it. Yeah, yeah, they're, just, they're, bred just, for it, they're man. just made for it, man. Yeah. Even a lot of the women do some incre- incredible things. Uh, I watched the Arnold Classic for the bodybuilding show, but beforehand the live stream had on different events and things. And they had on uh, the Women's Strongmen event and they were doing like a an axle deadlift uh, with like tires. And I think they worked all the way up to like 585 pounds. Oh my gosh, dude. And it was interesting the way the competition worked because they would like start at like, I don't know, like 300 pounds and they would like, everybody would go once and then they would like up the, up the weight by like 10 pounds and then everybody would go once and they'd up the weight by 10 pounds. So like you were just like gradually. hell of a lot of reps. Yeah. A hundred percent. And so they went all the way to like 500 something pounds. And I think like 585 was like the last, like one that the final two came down to and one person won. But anyways, like strongman, it's just, it's some really incredible events. I mean, they're literally like pulling planes sometimes, man. It, it's nuts to me. Have you ever done a axle deadlift? No, dude. Uh-huh. That's like, so the bar is just super thick, right? Yeah. It's a different ball game, dude. That's like I remember at, when destination Dallas was at its old location, mm-hmm. um, these two brothers, Sumner Hay and Austin Hay, uh, they're strongmen. They used to work out over there, and I remember one day they were doing, I believe it was 495 or 585 on the axle deadlift wow. with uh, like a, I think a five-inch deficit. Wow. Like you would have to, Gosh, yeah, like man. like your foot would have to be behind the bar or else you would literally crush your foot. Yeah. That's how high the deficit was. And I think at the time I was doing like 765 deadlifts, so I was like, oh, yeah, let me go yeah, try it. Try, yeah. Dude, I couldn't budget, bro. That's crazy. And they yeah. were doing it beltless. Um it's just from the grip to the range of motion. Yeah, it's like, just a different ball game, man, mm-hmm. because it doesn't budge at all, like flex at all. So it's literally a dead stop to a, you know, no mo- no momentum or anything. Yeah. It's it's crazy. So hear me out here. I respect the feats of all like high performing athletes, man. Yeah. When it comes to powerlifting, the strength almost impresses me as part of a skill. Like I almost look at it kind of like. Um, like golf or like baseball or something that's just like very technical with strength applied to it. Yeah. Whereas I look at strongman more like raw strength. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so too, because I think the movements that they do in strongman are more of just raw strength. That's what you know? I'm saying. Yeah. Like not that they're not skillful or, or I'm not saying that, but my yeah, point if you break is it like, down, it I'm sure like, that it's very skillful. It seems, it seems like they're just very like deep niche exercises that, um, are literally just like, okay, what's this, 
what's the hardest fucking thing we can think of and how do we push people at it? Like, yeah, pick up a big, yeah, exactly. big ass ball of cement yeah. and throw it over, you know, a couple feet high. Right. Like, that's, what is that? It's crazy. But it's man. crazy. Yeah. But when you think of powerlifting, it's also like people, when within powerlifting, people will like manipulate uh, like their deadlift position or their bench press grip width mm-hmm. or like something like that to kind of make it easier for themselves. Where like, I feel like the feats and different strongman things, like that's not really as applicable. Does that make sense? Like, you know, you ever see those bench press arches that are like crazy so that the range of motion is, yeah, like two inches yeah. or like the sumo deadlifts that are like two inches or, you know. I will say I don't respect those sumo deadlifters. Yeah. I feel like I did at first, but now like it's just starting to get ridiculous, man. Like see, people are doing convent. I saw this one dude, I'm not going to say his name, but he sumo deadlifts over 900 and did 500 for two reps on conventional wow that's crazy like, man that yeah, yeah. that's, that's crazy, just man. insane yeah it's, and it's, it's stupid it is it, it is wild and it is like really pushing um the the limits i guess but at the end of the day like they're operating within the rules so like exactly yeah they've, they've used they've optimized their body and their their personal skill or technique to maximize the event where i feel like that's a little less possible in strongman because it's like all right, no, you're just pulling this plane or, oh no, you're picking up this keg and carrying it. And yeah. like, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I feel like there's less of that like technical prowess and like oh, yeah. manipulation. Um, you, you've probably seen this before. There's like a, literally like a 14 year old girl. And this is not like, I'm not, I'm not shitting on anyone. I'm not trying yeah. to take anything away from anyone, but she was like, you know, her bench press arch was so huge because she just had this incredible spine mobility, man, that I swear to God, her range of motion was like four inches on the bench press. Mm. So she was benching like, you know, several hundred pounds and like multiple times her body weight. And so it's like, she's moving the weight and she's technically technically, speaking, bench pressing it. Yeah. Like from like a definition standpoint, but I don't know if that's necessarily like a feat of raw strength so much as strength combined with manipulation of skill if that makes sense yeah i think it's the the latter yeah um and i feel like as powerlifting is getting more and more popular you're starting to see more and more of that and less and less of you know the thing that actually started Mm -hmm. powerlifting with which was just like the brutality and you know just anger and all that crap but as it's evolved it's kind of become more technical so i feel like if they want to get closer to that raw strength like outlook they have to find some other ways of you know quantifying the rules because yeah i was talking to andrew hawes i don't know if you know him but he he's uh just another power lifter that i um you know was talking to as a teen and you know we still talk here and there but we were talking about the sumo deadlifts and how ridiculous it's getting and i brought up a good point to him which i think feel like i feel like should happen i'm not gonna do it but uh for someone to start a new federation you know a new powerlifting federation where you know, they limit the... The rules are just a little tighter. They Where it's conventional only, and the bench arch, you know, is kind of regulated. Mm-hmm. Because right now, yeah, like, I a couple of weeks ago, I saw this chick do a bench press, and I'm not even joking, Alex. The range of motion was seriously like yeah. this. Oh, like, I've seen it. Yeah, I've Like, seen it was it, like man. this, and then like this. Yeah. and Bending, so, and then locking out the elbow. Yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. So to me, I think there's a way you can keep sumo deadlifts... And you can maybe just set it up to there's a, a set stance width that you can't 
exceed. Yeah, like maybe inside the rings. Mm-hmm. Like in, inside a certain, I don't know like how exactly you would measure it, but find like one for men, one for women, or, you know, that way even if you are having a sumo stance, because sometimes sumo comes down to like hip structure for some yeah. people. Like oh, some people's yeah, hips right. are literally more open, right? Yeah. But you can still set it up so that way they, they can't, you know, manipulate that and take this like practically split stance and then just hip hinge the shit out of whatever. Yeah. 400 pounds more than their conventional. Yeah, like uh, Dan Green or Dan um, Griggs, I believe is his name. He just had the heaviest deadlift in powerlifting his- history for a full power, uh, power meet. Or the, I'm sorry. Is it the 1025? Yeah, yeah. yeah and I don't know if you saw it, like his torso was straight up and down. Mm-hmm. He was just raw strength. Just no, like, but I'm saying like just really using the, the I guess like the, the technical, yeah. Thing, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Hundred percent. Like his hips were already, like he was already straight up and down. Yeah. You know. Well, and when you think about the fact that that was, I mean, you think about the fact that that was done in a full meet on deadlift, which is amazing. So this dude always did already did three heavy squats and three heavy bench presses. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, it is amazing. And it is like, it's not to like take anything away from anyone, but when you compare it to the fact that the last deadlift record was what, like 1001 or 1002. And that was like, that was just it. Like there was no other meat involved in it. Like there wasn't And I any, think that was Thor. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think it was 1001. I think it was Thor, but, um, it's funny how things come full circle, Yeah. but, um, no, but just from a standpoint of like, okay, he beat the record by 20 after already doing six max attempt lifts. That's like either this guy is obviously in a way different league of his own, or he's really learned how to manipulate that skill. And maybe it's a little bit of both, but to your point, like if you, you put some more parameters around it, you might make it less possible for that to happen. Yeah. You know? And so to your point too, I wanted to say the deadlift stance with, but I think a big one as well is, is just the bench press grip with. Because a lot of the times, like some people do have some crazy arches, mm-hmm. but the the really big thing is that crazy arch involved with that wide grip. So if you have to pull a grip within a certain amount or like... I think right now it's limited to, um, or I'm almost 100%, you cannot put your um, index finger beyond the ring. See, but that's still like... That's still really that's wide. That's still super wide. I've yeah. gone pinkies on the ring like my entire lifting life. Like I just I, barely started going ring I've finger on the ring. I've always gone pinky on the ring, man. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy. But um, yeah, so so I don't know. But I, I think you're right. So it's 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 an interesting topic for sure. And again, it's it not is. to take anything away from anyone, yeah. but it's, it's definitely something worth addressing and, and paying attention to. And it's a confusing <laughs> topic to... Or I, I guess... Uh, very emotional yeah, or emotionally sure. charged topic because yeah. you know people have their stances and yeah. again you're not like attacking the person doing sumo saying right. that they're you know a shitty athlete because yeah. they're not they're freaking amazing right like dan griggs is amazing and all these other sumo deadlifters are amazing yeah um but when it gets to the point where like that example that i gave earlier there's a 400 pound difference between sure. your sumo and conventional yeah like I don't know. I feel like that's very manipulative. Mm-hmm. You know, it, just, it just shows. With the it shows how important leverages are. Yeah. You know, it shows how much it changes the game. Yeah. Um, and that when you manipulate, if you can manipulate that to the best of your advantage, you really do yourself a big service. Yeah. And maybe I'm saying this also because, you know, I haven't, you know, mm-hmm. fully manipulated my leverages yeah. or whatever. But, you know, I also don't want to do sumo just yeah. because my hips so yeah for sure and again it's not like to take anything away from anyone but you, you definitely can't you can't deny that it's there and it's a topic to be discussed yeah man. i think so 
Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I am surprised that nobody's made like a bigger deal about it. But I think as the sport progresses, it's naturally going to lead that way because people are going to start to push those boundaries because they recognize that, oh, the more I manipulate these positions and these levers, the, the farther I can push this. So I think, in, in order for them to even be competitive, yeah, they you know, have they'll to. have to switch to, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, so they'd have to switch to those positions. So I think eventually, you know, it might lead to a point where people are are saying enough about it, but I don't know if it'll happen anytime soon. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, man. And I, it's not even a big deal. Yeah. Well, you know, no, it's, like, it's, I definitely think it's interesting though. Cause you're talking about, I mean, it's essentially the discussion of like how important is the aspect of skill within strength? Yeah. I guess I question the legitimacy of it sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like if I see a conventional deadlift 10 times out of 10, it's going to be more legitimate than a sumo deadlift to me. Yeah. So, and I I don't know if that's like a personal bias because I definitely like am impressed with some sumo deadlifts, and I have never deadlifted. I I mean I think I've I've tried some sumo deadlifts when I was like sixteen, mm-hmm. and I they didn't like feel comfortable to me, so I didn't really stick with them. Yeah, me either. <laughs> um, so I, it's really even hard for me to like make that statement or make that claim. I guess. Um, I do know if your goal is hypertrophy, sumo is not your best option. Mm-hmm. Um. But it is, you know, it's an interesting discussion to have for sure. I see, I've seen a lot of uh, like YouTube shorts or TikToks or whatever these days of, you know, girls that are like 16 and pretty lean and like tiny and they, you know, they're deadlifting like three plates or something like that. Yeah. And again, man, I'm not trying to take anything away from anyone, but it's just, it's really an interesting thing to see. Yeah. And dude, these young athletes are getting so strong. Like I I just went to um, Prosper High School Mm -hmm. to, um, you know, say what's up to Brian Thompson, the coach there and coach Smith um, and, you know, the other coaches that I saw, but also to see the athletes that, you know, are competing you know yeah. in powerlifting are they in season right now uh they the next competition no no no. i'm sorry they just finished state oh okay dang. so yeah i guess the season just ended i gotcha but dude there are some freaking strong athletes there's this little girl i think she's she had to have been no more than like 120 pounds and deadlifting over 315 wow it was That's amazing crazy, and man. i think yeah i saw a picture of her um on thspa the texas high school powerlifting mm-hmm. Uh, association on facebook and she had like i think five medals and wow. was holding yeah, like for two sure of the, yeah like state no record shit. yeah dude yeah Ima- god dude imagine being like you know a freshman or a sophomore in high school and having a triple body weight deadlift right like, like that's freaking especially yeah. at that weight that's crazy yeah that's crazy to me man fucking crazy to me and you know also as a woman you know not a lot of uh women are that strong yeah. and you know to see something like that it was just like wow yeah. And I, man, I think that has been one of the positives about like the whole social media span of, of fitness and health and wellness is like, you know, there's a lot of misinformation and, you know, there, there's obviously some bad that comes with the good, but it has like really empowered a lot of like girls and women to like want to be strong and want to feel powerful. And like, I know that's been a big thing for Brianna is like, you know, she was smaller her, her whole life growing up and now like she wants shoulders, she wants arms, she wants to feel uh-huh. strong, she wants to be capable. So you know, I was telling you the story about being able to move the mattress way easier after yeah. she had lifted a couple of times. So like, it's just, a, it's a, it's a different feeling. One of my favorite like conversations to have with clients, man, is when it's like, oh, I picked up a bag of dog food or a case of water, you know, a grocery shopping, or, you know, I had to do some physical task and it was a piece of cake. Heck like, yeah, cause man. it just, it changes just making life easier. Yeah, hundred percent, man. It just like changes your outlook on life. Like when you have that capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like with, um, the cool thing about, you know, seeing, or all these women, you know, getting strong now is, first of all, 
I feel like now it's okay for them to, you know, want to be strong yeah, because before it was like, you know, what are you doing? Yeah. And now it's even cool, like, to be lifting heavy yeah. weights as a woman and all that shit. Yeah. Um, and it's just really freaking yeah. impressive, dude. I'm always, man, every time I have a bodybuilding show I'm at, or even when we were at your competition. Quads like mom, ago. you remember her? Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, it's dude, just, there's just, just quads. yeah, there's just some women that are just like, they take it so seriously and they hit it hard and they train hard. And man, and dude, I can say six years of personal training, women tend to train harder than men. Wow. Yeah. Usually, yeah, yeah. Usually. Why, women why do you think that is? Uh, I think women have a higher pain tolerance than I men. I think, and they're more focused. Yeah, I think so Way too. Way more focused. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So, um, not always, you know, and, and sometimes I would say men tend to take it more seriously mm. as far as um, how bad they want it. But like in the moment, like women tend to like push a little bit harder than men do. That's for awesome. Sure. For sure. Dude, that actually makes me happy to hear. I don't know if it's because it's I cool. have a house or you know a family filled with you know a bunch of women uh -huh. um but that makes me happy to hear yeah it's cool to me that's you know that's that's a, a frequent conversation i have with some of my clients man is it's to me that's like the, one of the coolest forms of like women's empowerment because it's like I, I i just feel like your your capacity when you go throughout the world like when you can when you're physically capable is so much different just the way you feel when you walk into a room yeah. you know what i mean uh -huh. so I, I to me it's it's just cool it's a it's a hell of a process and it's just funny to me that we just now have so many people doing it like it's it's always been there it's always been this incredible thing that changes your outlook on life changes the way you feel changes the way you tr you change your, you treat yourself mm -hmm. you know it's always been there and we're just now kind of figuring it out as a culture can you imagine like when the next generation takes the spotlight for social media mm -hmm. and we get to see like their yeah, highlights yeah because <laughs> you know right now there's a bunch of freaks in our generation and you know, mm -hmm. one generation or two generations yeah. above us. Can you imagine when? Yeah, it's like three generations. Mm -hmm. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. It's, well, it's happening everywhere, right? Like uh, the NFL Combine is every year, and I feel like every season you hear about, oh, this guy bench pressed 225 51 times or something crazy like that. Yeah, I've yeah. just made that number up, but like, I wouldn't be I feel surprised. Like you always, you just, I feel like records continuously are broken. Mm -hmm. You know. And it's one of those things too, and I'm, I'm going to butcher this too, but I don't know if you've ever heard about the four minute mile thing. Yes. Um, about how the, the first guy beat it and then like three more people beat it within three months or something yeah. like that. It was like the untouchable thing. But then once somebody bah, did bah, it, bah, bah, bah. everybody else was, I guess those certain people were like, okay, this guy did it. I fucking, I can do it. Yeah. And then it was just like, boom, That's boom, weird, boom. bro. It's so it's, it's really interesting how that works, man. And I think that coupled with like, how we're learning more, we're getting better knowledge on nutrition, we're getting better knowledge on health and wellness and training and everything. So like, I feel like we just get better and better and better. And then as we have more and more people that have a, a bigger and bigger genetic pool, you have, <clears throat> you have more and more freaks that yeah. can do like incredible things. And more and more proof mm -hmm. that, you know, more people can do that incredible shit. Yeah. A hundred percent, man. It's, it's a, it's a hell of a thing to see. So. It's amazing, man. One of my favorites, man. So, cool. Well, we can wrap this one up here. I appreciate y'all for listening. Peace.